you reached Allison. Leave a message, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks. Hey, Allison. I hope you're really enjoying this. <laughs> okay, I'm doing one more time. This is my last time, and then I'm going to stop. Okay, <clears throat> here we go. Hey, I'm Adam Greenfield, and you're listening to Soundstage, Theater for Your Ears, a new anthology of stories for audio coming to you from Playwrights Horizons, or a nonprofit off-Broadway theater in Hell's Kitchen, New York. So I'm recording this intro on my iPhone instead of in a fancy studio somewhere, because like most of the world, I'm working from home right now. And like most of the world, I really miss being with people and seeing plays, which is why we didn't want to wait a second longer to release this series. We've been working on it for a while now, and it definitely was not recorded on iPhones. Every episode of our new podcast is a standalone work of fiction by a playwright that we commissioned, made specifically for audio. And you're about to hear episode one. It's called Prime, a practical breviary, and it's written and composed by Heather Christian. Heather Christian is a composer and a performer. She was born in Natchez, Mississippi. Her parents were a blues musician and a go-go dancer, which maybe helps describe her work. She mashes up genres, mixing blues with gospel and rock and Americana and soul. Um, a word about the title. If you're like me, breviary is a new word for you. A breviary is a liturgical text that's used for Christian prayer at specific times throughout the day. The first prayer period is 6 a.m., um, which is the canonical hour known as prime. Okay, so what you're about to listen to is a mass by Heather Christian, written for 6 a.m. It's made up of 10 songs that guide us through the brutal task, which feels even more brutal right now, of waking up and facing the day. Well, first of all, open the door, open the door and wash in the puddle. First of all, open the door, first of all, open the door, open the door and then wash in the puddle. Be in the acre and lift with your knees, cause the fire is an but first of all open the door first of all open the door
open the door Good morning, sorry I have a few intentions I have a few digressions Trying to keep me awake at night I am an intercession A free will and direction Help me make an intersection Help me help myself I steer this wagon right Lonely 
on the table in this room is older than I am. The stud behind the wall to my right, also likely older. Outside on the street, there is asphalt. It was likely laid while I was learning how to walk. That asphalt is on top of another layer of asphalt, which is on top of another layer of asphalt, which people laid. You know, this one with a motor roller, that one with a rake. Under that is maybe a remnant of a pot, maybe a chalky smear from an oyster shell. Theoretically, at some point, you'll just get to the dirt. I'll be honest, it makes me a little bit sad when I think about it. How long has it been since that dirt has seen the daylight? Zooming in like this feels heavy. When I zoom into the lamp or to the square foot of asphalt, those things offer me their perspective. How many perspectives can I hold before I crack like a pot myself? As soon as we gurgle and squirm, we are Big, 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 
This is how it is, friend. This is how it is, friend. How can you say to me, fly back to your mountain? Fly back to Seven times through the eyes, the price is 
So what holds water? Stove touching is real. You build a muscle by breaking it down repeatedly. That's real. Newton's law is real, sure. And reaping good, you will eventually sow. That stands to reason. But who knows how that will happen? Or when? This day of struggle and fasting must be turned into a day of joy. This day of struggle and fasting must be turned. Will not turn itself. Must be turned. Must get up off the linoleum and make itself a coffee. Must blow its nose and make a face at itself in the mirror. Must be turned. You must phrase it differently. You must be responsible with your words, but also you must use your legs to lift yourself up off the ground. I have been crying. Praise, but it was early. Leaving with the last cold. Snatch you at the heel. I was crying. Oh, Lord. Take the anthill out of me by force. Oh, Lord. Give me whisper brooks that run their narrow course. In my throat, Lord. Put in my throat. And I have been veering Praise, but it was yesterday Forgetting that I'm made of you And filling up my shell With a banner oh, With a hypodermic needle Filled with spite, Lord Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Oh, Let my shell be filled with light Or oh, let me cast it off a blight So you can see me oh, underneath Lord. Oh, my skin oh, Give me a stringent under for my skin, skin Lord Under my skin I have been falling Praise but I was weakened Well under the gaze of evil men who bloat like fish Cook by shadows as they Standing hotly in the dish I fall for false words Oh, Lord. the men of blood still sputter Stick like gasoline and gutter Steals with lies, Lord. Oh, Lord Let my mouth be filled with honest words Of oh, humble, humble, still and small And let me not eat falsehood with a spoon Already oh, to let all inside my mouth, Lord Man of blood, a man of flimsy paper, poison ink inside my mouth, Lord, inside my mouth. I say a song, I say a song. There's a currency, a currency. The town's choice to roll becomes the a choice to roll becomes, becomes a chance to echo off the face of mountains of the sea before I ask for company. And of your heart, I am forbidden to demonstrate that for immunity. Hear me, my baby. I
sun can be the skeleton that travels you or the cells that stay at war to feed and strengthen you and move your arms and legs in choosing who to hold the sun might mean the limit of our time here and the frailty of my home in what we If it is a noun, I can see it. Seeing something is proof, therefore a noun is a fact. It's immovable to a certain extent. You can't just vamoose a noun into thin air. It is either there in the room with you, or it is not. But if it's a verb, it's in process. It's moving. It happens in time, you know? Something runs, something thinks, something does. It all happens in the present tense. It was not running before it ran. It was doing something else. Therefore, a verb is a process. And this is just something my mind does. The same way it stores balancing on a bicycle and the rush of guilt that I feel at the sound of my name being shouted by my mom. I am knocking around being alive. I feel like I encounter a lot of proof 
of a lot of contradictory things, but maybe I just encounter a lot of verbiage. Maybe we are meant to be gravitationally pulled into this massive black hole of the truth, but never cross its event horizon, not for lack of will, but because it is physically impossible to do so by design. Maybe uncertainty is a constant, and faith is a verb. Like excavate, like fight, like doubt, like hunt, like hide and seek. Only there's never a period at the end of it. Okay. A perpetual search is not sexy. It's not going to make you feel like you accomplished anything. It's not going to inspire you to make a check mark on your list or get you feeling good about your life real quick before this morning meeting. I can't help you. You can only help yourself in tiny ways that befit your timeline. There is no cookie if you understand your smallness. There is no metric anymore for health or wellness. So can you start this day a little like a fool? Can you throw up both your hands, say, I don't know, but I am working, I don't know. And can you try to take a teeny tiny teaspoon of your minutes and dare the accident from God because your story's how you spin it. In the beginning was the word, we are the word, working to name it. And the world made of a million billion nouns, practicing birds. In the beginning was the word, we are the word, working to name it. And the world made of a million billion nouns, practicing birds. In the beginning was the word, we are the word, working to name it. And the world made of a million billion nouns, practicing birds. In the beginning was the word, we are the word, working to name it. And the world made of a million billion nouns, practicing birds. In the beginning was the word, we are the word, working to name it. And the world made of a million billion nouns, practicing birds. In the beginning was the word, we are the word, working to name it. And the world made of a million billion nouns, practicing birds. In the beginning was the word. Oh 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Soundstage. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast fix. That's the best way you can help us connect with more adventurous listeners like yourself. This season of Soundstage is made possible by the Sherman Foundation's Catherine S. and Axel G. Rosine Fund. Today's episode was written, composed, and performed by Heather Christian. The series line producer is Allison Koch. Sound design by Matt Hubbs. Recorded at Studio G, Brooklyn. Engineered by Chris Cubetta and Gary Atrio. Mixed by Gary Atrio. The vocal quartet is Ben Moss, Tariq Al-Sabir, Maya Sharp, and Margot Seibert. Piano by Heather Christian. Guitar, drums, and percussion by Chris Cubetta. Bass by Gary Atrio. Trumpet and French horn by CJ Camerieri. Strings by Maya Sharp.
organ by Tariq Al-Sabir, and featuring the Animal Wisdom Choir. This series is produced by Playwrights Horizons, a not-for-profit theater company in New York City. If you like what you heard, you can support the Soundstage program by texting SOUNDSTAGE20 to 44321. Your donation will allow us to commission more artists, complete production on more podcasts, and continue to provide our writers with a much-needed creative outlet during these unprecedented times. To learn more about Playwrights Horizons and how you can support more theatrical adventures like this podcast, visit us online at phnyc.org soundstage. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at soundstageph.